All right. I'm Jamie Sams. I'm the Snowman. And we introduced Archie to the wonderful band of Pantera. I heard through Pete Waybright because he was talking to Sonny who moved to Baltimore. We went right. to school with Sonny. So, you know, Sonny called and invited Pete to go to the show because he knew they were, the Pete was into Pantera. Pete couldn't go. So I'm like, my wheels are turning. I'm like, like, well, if Pete's not going, I wonder if, I wonder if we could go. And I barely know Sonny, but I want to go to the show. And I'm like, I'm, I, I was like, hey, Pete, can I get Sonny's number? Because I want to go. He's like, yeah. And he wrote his phone number down. So I called Sonny. You know, it's long distance. I'm, you know, racking up my long distance bill at my mom's, you know. And <laughs> what, what year? It's like 92. Yeah. So Sonny's like, yeah, come on up. You can crash here, man. I'm like, okay, cool. So I tell Snow and, um, we plan for this show, and you know we don't have tickets or anything. We bought our tickets at the door. This wasn't anything you were getting at Ticketmaster. Yeah, he's he's like, uh, he goes, hey, you want to go watch Pantera? I'm like, oh, that's a dumb question. Hell yes, I want to go watch Pantera. Where are they at? Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're living in Marietta, Ohio. Yeah, we're living in Marietta. I mean, I'd have to Google Map it now. <laughs> six, seven hundred miles. You know. Yeah. I mean, you're going, you're going from. Basically, the Ohio River to to the East Coast. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's this back in the day where Snow's got his atlases, you know, his, his United States atlas. So here we are. Yeah, I said, well, how much for tickets? Five dollars. I said, what? To see Pantera? Are you sure? He's like, five dollars. I said, are you sure? Yep, five dollars. All right, let's go. I'm in. This is shit we would do. I mean, we would just take off and go anywhere at, any, at the drop of a hat anyway. That's just what we did because anything to get out of town. You're kind of the Lewis and Clark of Washington <laughs> County. <laughs> yeah, we're, really we're, but, but you got to remember once again, any, like you said, anything to go do anything but sit around our house. And it was like, and it's an adventure. He's like, you want to go to Baltimore? Yeah, let's go to Baltimore. Why not? Yeah. Sure. Who, who knows where the money's coming from? I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. So... I know, and I deliver pizza for a living, so I drive in this white Toyota, 79 Toyota Celica GT. It's rusted out in the back, and I the tires are bald on it. It's got I a few know, whiskey dents. It's got a lot, yeah. I pull up to Snow's house, and I pick <laughs> Snow up, and I know the clutch is going out of it. I just don't know how long that's going to take. Right. So we get to the end of Snow's street, <laughs> which is just a little bit of a grade, and then out onto you know the main road. And so I, I pull up, and, and the clutch is slipping, you know, just pulling out on the street. We somehow made it to Ellenboro, which is probably 45 minutes away. Out in the middle of nowhere on Route 50 in West Virginia. Yeah, because Snow thought it'd be a good idea to take a shortcut, you know, via the map, you know, <laughs> this is shortest distance, so snow takes me up these huge ass mountains when my clutch is screwed. I got passed by a semi going up this really steep hill. A, a place a semi should never pass anybody. <laughs> I somehow make it onto the four lane, and all of a sudden the car just slows down. Clutch is done. Clutch is gone. You could shift that car into any gear without even touching the clutch pedal. So, so I pull off the side of the road. And I back my and I let my car coast backwards for like a half a mile back down to this back down the on on ramp and into a gas station parking lot. Put the hazards sat. on. So he's going in like eastbound traffic. He's going westbound down the emergency ramp with the with the hazards on. Going now, what are we gonna do? 
there happened to be a service station there. there the one ga- There's one gas station in Ellenboro, West Virginia. We called my sister from there. And you know, her, her boyfriend and Jeff, yeah. Jeff come over and picked us up. Him and I are sitting in the back. We're like, oh, shit. Well, so much for doing that now. So the sister's over here is what we're talking about. She's like, well, what do you guys want to do? Well, we were on our way to Baltimore. Baltimore? What are you going to do in Baltimore? Well, we were going to go see Pantera. Oh, well, she goes, you could take my car and by God, game on. This is Vinyl Analysis. I'm your host, Arch Madness, along with me, producer Greg Hansberry. Well, that's where it started for me. Two guys I grew up with road trip into Baltimore, Maryland to see Pantera. And if this road trip didn't happen and Jamie Sams and the Snowman don't see Pantera at Hammerjacks that night, then it never would have played out the way it did for the boys back home. And we've all been there. Right? We've all been in the 79 Toyota Celica yes, GT. Yes, uh, Shouldn't be on the road, but trying to check out the band that is everything to us at the time. This is where it starts, but it's far from over. This is Vinyl Analysis. Pantera, Dimebag, and the Al Rosa Villa, a fan's journey. Episode 1, The Journey Begins. It's just funny how everything kind of clicked and worked out, and we still, you know, we were still on time. I'd say we left out of Marietta probably about 2 o'clock. And uh, see, I think we rolled into Baltimore, and I think what the show started. What time was the show? Eight. Eight. I think we rolled in there about seven mm-hmm. to Baltimore. The limits. I mean, we're cruising down whatever interstate it you is. Didn't even have tickets, guys? No, no. We did not. Twenty-year-old me didn't, didn't care. care. <laughs> I was just like, I'm going to go see a show. I'm just going to show up. I'm going to see shit. You know, it's. I wasn't thinking about it. It was just going to happen. There was no. Th- there was no thought process. It was like, we're going to see him no matter what. What happens when you guys pull up? I mean, do you remember that? Well, I remember pulling into the, the, a parking lot and calling Sonny from a payphone. Right. We called him from like a Getty gas station or yeah. some shit. And you were like, you're like, I, I know you're like, I can't be too far from his house. So we pull in. He calls him. He says, oh, dude, you're only two blocks from my house. <laughs> he gets the rest of the directions. He pulls in. We parked a car. We literally said, hey, how you doing, for about five minutes, hopped in another vehicle, and went right to the show. So we get our tickets, and we're standing there in line, and like you said, we walk in. Dude, this place is huge. you got to remember, biggest bar we've ever been into in Parkersburg was, you know, would fit in a corner. You know, we're, we're there for part of the, the opening act, and I think we kind of made our way to the front, and I hold onto the rail because that's where I'm planted. Yeah, and I'm, right be- and I'm right behind him. And I'll still, I'll still never forget as we're standing there as they're tearing down from the opening band and putting up Pantera stuff. You know they got house music going and stuff like that. You know they're playing different bands like Megadeth and whatnot. And I'll never forget it's the only time I've ever seen house music come on and actually start a mosh pit. <laughs> they played Slayers behind the Crooked Cross, and that place went fucking nuts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we were all standing there waiting on the band of course pantera comes out and it's just packed and somewhere midway through the, the show i tell james i'm like hey man i gotta i gotta go piss <laughs> <laughs> i was like 
Hey, I gotta go. I gotta go find a place to piss real quick. He, he dude, he could have cared less if my hair was on fire. <laughs> he was not moving from that rail. He had a death grip on it. So I go and make my way to the bathroom. Of course, everything in this hallway is red. Every door is red. Everything in this hallway is red. Everything in the next hallway is red. So I go in the bathroom. Well, I come out. I get a little. I'm a little disoriented. You know. It's, Next thing I know, I make the wrong turn. I open this door up, and I look to my left, and there's Rex Brown playing bass. And I'm like, what the fuck? Where the hell did I just go to? So I, I walk in like I own the place, and nobody asked me a, a fucking thing what I'm doing there. So I literally stood beside Rex Brown and the PA and watched the rest of the show. I could literally see <laughs> you in the front, and I'm like... <laughs> like, well, I bet he's gonna be pissed when I tell him I'm standing right up here and I can see him. But yeah, I, I literally watched the rest of the show right beside Rex. And when when it was all done, Rex came down beside me. So did uh, Vinny. They went out the back door the same way I came in. Nobody said a word to me. Yeah. And then I walked around out front, and he goes, "Hey, man, where'd you run off to?" I was like, well, "I was over there on the left hand side of the stage watching Rex Brown play bass <laughs> guitar." He goes, what? I said, yeah. I said, remember I said I'd go piss? I said I got lost. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. He was so excited because he, he, he got- He caught a dime pick. Yeah, yeah. he caught a dime pick. Or a uh, diamond pick. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's like, yeah. I was like, that, I couldn't have been anywhere else. and been. Happy. Yeah, like I said, he could have cared else when my hair was on fire. And we remember you guys coming back because, remember guys, when Vulgar came out, we were waiting for it. And that was because of you guys and this show- and Hammerjacks, mm-hmm. you came back and hipped us to the trip as far as Pantera. Yeah, you know, we came back, and Pantera had inspired me so much. I had long hair. And I'm a guitar player, and I love dime, but with Phil, I love the band so much, I shaved my hair into a mohawk. I mean, think about that. We were dedicated, brother. And I've always been jealous of you, too. I mean, you guys came back, and you had that, man. You had the picks. You had the set list. Pantera was huge for us guys as yeah. as big and I try to tell these guys as big as Metallica and and all these these bands were for us nothing really shocked us I mean really hit us at our core like like the Pantera boys right. am, am I right guys You're right. Am I right? Right I mean yeah. It's cuz they were they were the metal and that aggression that we wanted but they were also the high school boys that were out there ready to vandalize. Them. It was immature. Yeah, it was immature, yeah. and, and that was us. That was us. We we're ready. Oof. We wanted. We wanted Hopefully the metal and the Snowden vandalism. Snowden filmed too much of that because we did. We, we wanted, did. We wanted the crazy. The metal bands, you know, Metallica and the big ones. They're they were serious guys. They came out and they rocked and they showed the attitude. But you know, Pantera came out. They did the same thing, but they showed you that they were crazy and they wanted to be crazy with you. They wanted you to be crazy like them. They were a little more accessible. Yeah. Pantera was, um, they wanted to, they didn't care who you were. They, they party with you. I mean, look, I mean, look who they played with for all these years. I mean, they played for everybody from Skid Row to Alice in Chains to White Zombie. Yeah. I mean, big name acts. They didn't care. Mm-hmm. Marilyn Manson. They didn't care who right. you were. Come on in, have a drink. Sit down. Hey, this is Steve with Interscope Records. I uh, am based out of Detroit, and I do radio promotion. And my first Pantera show was 
1990 at the Whiskey in Hollywood. All so, right, man. Uh, how, how did you first hear about Pantera? So I, uh, I grew up in Los Angeles, and KNAC was the big uh, rock station there, and um, we listened to that to that all the time. And uh, they started playing this band, Pantera, and you know, the drums and the guitar, man, were just off the hook. They were just heavy, and they were mean, but in a good way. So you, you and I kind of have the same thing as far our journey, as far as what happened and how we got into Pantera, because we love the Rats, we love the Dawkins. We yep. love that. You, you know what I mean? When did it change for you, man? Because I mean, I kind of jumped from Metallica. I, I went from the Dawkins and the Van Halens. I went into Metallica and then the whole Pantera thing happened. Yeah. And it kind of left everything in the dust. Well, yeah, at that time in 1990, I mean, it was still, you know, Motley was still, um, yeah. you know, with Feel Good. Um, loved all of that. And, you know, Metallica, of course. Uh, and then shortly after that, I mean, Corn came into the mix and the Deftones, uh, you know, so it was really into that. But then Pantera was so unique in what they did, and um, there was nothing like it. And well, then, what got you to that whiskey show? And my buddies had uh, Cowboys, and we would always listen to it. Um, you know, going to high, we were in high school at the time, and uh, and listened to the radio. They had the album, um, bought bought tickets with a bunch of us from high school. You know, maybe a group of five or six of us, and. And uh, went down. Uh, Wrathchild America was opening up for them. Nice. Um, Shannon Larkin, you know, awesome drummer, man. Oh yeah, it was it was a sold out night there. Uh, Wrathchild killed it, and then you know the you know Pantera comes on. That was the very first time, and you know you just connect uh, the dots. You know you connect the, the and those dots are what you're hearing on the radio, and then you're seeing it live. And and you know Vinnie Paul, I mean, just killed it. I mean, dime. I mean, just and Phil was a maniac. Lots of stage diving that night. Not for me, but that crowd um, was, it, it's off the hook. I mean, it was really, you felt it. I can't imagine seeing Pantera in 1990 right off Cowboys at the Whiskey. I mean, that is, seriously, man. I mean, it was every awesome. Pantera fan is super jelly <laughs> of you, man, for, 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 for being able to see something uh, at that point before it even really took off, man. Because we were just hearing about it in Ohio uh, the Cowboys from Hell. Uh, we had to travel to 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 see that tour, but for that to come back into your backyard and see that at the Whiskey, I, I can't even imagine. I wasn't in the business or anything. I was just a high school kid, you know, playing in bands, and and um, it seemed like Pantera was out there a lot. I mean, they're pro- I I saw them the most. Um, you know, the the people's band, um, really true. The People's Band. I mean, that's what they were. And Hansberry, I got to tell you, something that was just as important as the music to Pantera fans, especially the guys that I grew up with, were these home videos. Okay. Okay? So you would have, and a lot of bands, and in the the late 80s and early 90s, a lot of bands would, uh, because you're making videos for MTV. Sure. Back when MTV had music videos. (laughs) Yes, you'd go get a VHS tape. And it would be either like a concert off that album or the videos that were released from that album. But Pantera did something completely different. Their home videos were home videos. These were videos that they filmed themselves. They were skits. They were pranks they pulled on each other. It was something completely different. So they really let you into their world. Right. Now, they would have the videos that they released. You would have the videos that they made. The music but videos, in between right. The music videos. But in between were these 
things that they recorded. I mean, Dime had that guy that followed him everywhere with the camcorder. <laughs> I mean, everywhere with the camcorder. And this and, is before YouTube and, uh, and yeah, cell phones right that. now. <laughs> really, but they took the home video that bands were putting out to a whole other, to a new level, <laughs> uh, pun intended. <laughs> but they, they, they really did. Yes, you were getting the videos that they made and the videos that you saw on MTV, but you had all this extra stuff. Just the creative juices that these guys would do and the way they would kill time on the road. That's what they were doing. So that's what we do. As soon as these home videos came out, it was, it was a race to get to the mall, and it was usually a race that Snowman would win. Okay, he would get these, and I don't want to get us in trouble now. It's been 30-some years, but we would uh, then make copies. The statute of limitations for piracy, I'm sure, Yeah, yeah I don't know what they are in Ohio, but I think we're, I think we're clear now. But yeah, man, that was it. And, and like I said, Snowman, was the he was on it. He was kind of, when it came to that stuff, that kind of stuff, and our entertainment, he was always racing to the mall to get that uh, videotape, to get that vulgar video before anybody else. Those home videos, Hansberry, and this is what I'm trying to convey to you, those home videos that we watched together as a group made us feel like we were a part of their group. Yeah, it, it might as well have been another Caddyshack to us. It, it was just oh. another movie quote line waiting line to happen. I, I said that was Jackass before it, Jackass. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. I mean, guys, it became that they were, it was a part of our vernacular. That's how we talked. Yeah. I mean, it, it really was. And even like in the last 20 years, there would be times when people would say that I was at a certain drunk, right? I was married because I hadn't seen these guys in years. But people would say, when Arch gets to a certain point, he's going to throw that those Pantera videos in. <laughs> and that's what I would do. I would do. I was like, don't you guys get it? Don't you guys want to watch? Smoke weed! They made the paper mache pot leaf and Dime walks by and yells, smoke weed! And that's, that's, what, that's the thing around the radio station. Archie will yell, smoke weed, and everybody will look at him funny, yeah, not dude, realizing that out, it's, it has it's nothing this It's not uh, a pro-marijuana stance. Nope, nope. That was it's Dime. Remember that? Yeah. Snow, you see all that all the time. And Snow's never touched a drug in his life. But they, they I'm sorry. <laughs> Smoke weed. Remember, don't you remember it's, yelling that? It's like you want to be. You you want people, someone to get your reference, right? And, and, oh and, yeah. But nobody, like we couldn't. I can't go to work and and quote those movies be, or cut because nobody gets it. Nobody, nobody gets, gets it. it. That's what I'm seeing from you guys. It's just like any little niche band or cult movie. Like as well, when dude, you're into it. You're into it, man. As huge yeah. as Pantera was, and and they 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 sold the records. There was still a um, cool independent vibe. Not everybody got it. It's just like I said earlier, when people say, "Well, I, I like the music, but the singer doesn't." Shut the fuck up, man. You you don't you don't get it. Then you don't get it. I mean, yeah. and we did, man. And it was so much fun. Guys, don't you remember just going back to my house and watching those? And my parents are asleep upstairs, and we're laughing our asses off, and and just exactly what we would do with like Jackass and that kind yeah. of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was this was this was our Jackass. Yeah, and what's great about it is Snow had a camcorder, and we were making videos. Oh, kind of <laughs> no, like no, this. no. Yes, and Snow, you hold so, on to those fucking yeah. videos. I don't ever want those videos to see the light of day. Snow was that guy. Yeah. Snow videotaped us all the time. All the time, didn't he, Sam's? Yeah. It was just something, because no one else ever documented anything. I had a camcorder at the house. I mean, one of those, you know, like 
1970s brought this up because then we'd go back wherever and watch them we'd watch ourselves mm-hmm. and and it was we were kind of we were emulating the guys in pantera and 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 snow and sam's i i, I tell greg and anybody else who will listen to me these the roadies we knew everyone we knew the record label guys, not ju- not just not just Dime, not just Rex, not just Phil, not just Vinny. We knew all of those guys, and they were different yeah. characters. And the yeah. way that they they portrayed them in these videos, it was they were as big as the guys in the band themselves. And God, this was that was so much fun, guys. What what a great time, man. We were young and didn't give a shit. And I think <laughs> that's why Pantera worked for us. Pantera didn't work for somebody who had it going on good. We were Marietta boys and we really didn't we didn't have a lot. We didn't yeah. have a lot going for us. Well and not not only that, there wasn't a whole lot to do around. There wasn't there. shit to do, guys. What was we gonna do? We had to make our own fun. Let me close with this. Snowman, I think of you every time I think of Diamond Daryl chasing Ingve Malmstein <laughs> trying to give him snow some donuts. A donut, man. <laughs> trying to give him a fucking donut. Well, you no, eat the fu- I, don't. I don't want your fucking donut. <laughs> Subscribe to Vinyl Analysis and listen to our archive episodes on your favorite podcasting app or at QFM96.com. You can also find companion pictures and videos to this special podcast series on our Instagram account and Facebook. And finally, you can listen to our carefully handcrafted companion playlist on Spotify. Search for Archie Vinyl Analysis, where you'll find a playlist of all the songs that we talk about in this podcast series. For Arch Madness, I'm Greg Hansberry. Thank you for listening.